live from historic downtown Carlisle, Pennsylvania, home of founding father James Wilson, 19th century hymn writer George Duffield, 19th century gospel minister George Norcross, and sports legend Jim Thorpe. It's Iron Sharpens Iron. This is a radio platform in which pastors, Christian scholars, and theologians address the burning issues facing the church and the world today. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 17 tells us iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Matthew Henry said that in this passage, we are cautioned to take heed with whom we converse and directed to have in view in conversation to make one another wiser and better. It is our hope that this goal will be accomplished over the next two hours, and we hope to hear from you, the listener, with your own questions. And now, here's your host, Chris Arnson. Good afternoon, Cumberland County, Pennsylvania, Lake City, Florida, and the rest of humanity living on the planet Earth who are listening via live streaming at ironsharpensironradio.com. This is Chris Arnzen, your host of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio, wishing you all a happy Monday on this 30th day of January 2023. I am thrilled to have back on this program as a returning guest, an old friend who has the same name but a new title and position in the United States Marine Corps. Uh, I have on the program a formerly... Colonel Kevin Gerard, who is now Brigadier General Kevin Gerard, and he's also an elder at Grace Community Church of Dawsonville, Georgia, where Ray Rhodes, the very well-known author, is the senior pastor. And today we're going to be addressing marriage and parenting God's way, and we'll also be announcing the 2023 Faith and Medicine Conference in coming Georgia and a subsequent uh, speaking engagement where uh, General Gerard will be speaking there in uh, coming. And it is my honor and privilege to welcome you back to Iron Sharpens Iron Radio, Brigadier General Kevin Gerard. Thank you for having me back, Chris. It's always a real treat for me to be on your program to remember all, all of our old friends there in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. I'm thankful for your ministry, brother, and I'm looking forward to talking with you about marriage and parenting. And for the sake of our listeners who are not very familiar with what the different ranks in the military entail, uh, tell us about what exactly are the responsibilities uh, of uh, a brigadier general. And by the way, congratulations on that promotion. But if you could tell well, us tell us about that. Sure. Thank you, Chris. Uh, I'm honored to serve our country. I've been a Marine longer than I've been just about anything else except maybe a, a son and a brother. So I am I count it a privilege to serve our country. I've been most mostly a reserve officer throughout the last 30 years, but significant periods of on active service and being promoted to this rank will mean mostly active service from now to through the end of my career for several more years. But um, usually uh, to whom much is given, much is required. And so I will have broad 
responsibilities for large numbers of Marines and, and various policies that affect their their lives. So I'm, I'm headed to, in a few weeks to the 1st Marine Division, a storied Marine unit uh, out at Camp Pendleton, California, where I'll, where I'll spend most of the summer assigned there. But uh, thankful for the opportunity to serve Chris and um, thankful for what the Lord has done. Uh, uh, I think any of us who have, have spent long years in uniform who are believers know that perhaps uh, more than most that the Lord ordains all things. I'm thankful to have learned that lesson. He's preserved my life and kept me and directed my steps. So praise be to God. Amen. Uh, now tell us about Grace Community Church of Dawsonville, Georgia. Thank you for that opportunity, Chris. I, I think that's what I'm most excited about is our church. When I, This is my hometown. There's six generations of Gerards buried close to where we are here in beautiful North Georgia. But when we returned here after some years of active service, Reformed theology was not something that could be found. It was a theological wasteland, you might say, in Northeast Georgia. And so I was connected to Dr. Ray Rhodes through a mutual friend that connected us at a, through a Ligonier conference. And Ray told me that he too was looking for a church, had been unable to find one. And so we we took a plunge and planted Grace Community Church in Dawsonville, Georgia, uh, 16 years ago, I think. Maybe if my math is correct, 16 years ago. And we have served alongside one another as the two elders there. We're looking to add to our eldership as the church has grown. The Lord has grown the church significantly, especially over the last few years. And so we've got a congregation of maybe 150 on Sunday mornings, that's our, our normal attendance, and so we're thrilled to see what the Lord is doing there at Grace Community Church, and I'm honored to serve along Dr. Rhodes. He is working on what will be the definitive biography of Charles Spurgeon, and so we're excited for that book's publication, we hope, later this year to go alongside his earlier, ver- uh, earlier volumes on Susie and then their marriage. Yeah, well, I definitely have to have Ray back on the program. Uh, he uh, always proves to be a fascinating guest. And the most recent book that he wrote on Charles Spurgeon's wife that uh, General Gerard just mentioned <clears throat> is titled Susie, the Life and Legacy of Susanna Spurgeon, Wife of Charles H. Spurgeon. And that is published by Moody Publications. Uh, and you can get that from our sponsors at Cumberland Valley Bible Book Service, cvbbs.com. That's CV for Cumberland Valley, BBS for BibleBookService.com. And by the way, the website for Grace Community Church of Dawsonville, Georgia, is gracechurchdawsonville.org. GraceChurchDawsonville.org and Dawson is spelt D-A-W-S-O-N. GraceChurchDawsonville.org. Well, uh, tell us also now about this speaking engagement that you have. I believe it is immediately following 
the 2023 Faith and Medicine Conference in Cumming, Georgia, that uh, is being organized uh, by uh, Dr. Rhett Bergeron, uh, who was my guest recently on Iron Sharpens Iron Radio, and I look forward to having him back on the show. He was a an extremely fascinating guest as well, uh, the uh, founder of Real Health Medical. And uh, so tell us about this this conference where you are speaking on the very theme that we are addressing today. Sure, Chris. Dr. Bergeron is a good friend. Coming is maybe 30 minutes from where we are, a little less in Dawson. And so many of our members see Dr. Bergeron as one as their primary care provider or his clinics. And so he's a good friend to us, a good friend to Reformed Theology. I spoke at the Faith and Medicine Conference last year uh, just uh, really about uh, that very subject, how faith and medicine and, and how we are to bring redeeming love to bear in our vocations. And so I was enjoyed it very much. He invited me to participate this year in a little bit different role. So the Faith and Medicine Conference is all day Friday and then finishes up about midday Saturday. The biblical counseling module is sort of stapled on to the backside of that. And the reason that it has become um, associated is really because in the world of biblical counseling, we know that spiritual issues affect the body and, and vice versa. The body affects our spirit in many ways. And so one of the the most common recommendations that we have as biblical counselors is to recommend that some of our counselees get a get a full physical at the outset of counseling to see if there are any physiological issues that could be affecting uh, their inner, the inner man, so to speak. And so uh, Dr. Bergeron's practice is a, always a good place to refer folks to, to just get a good head to toe checkup to see if there are any physiological factors that could be creating some issues uh, so the relationship between the inner man and the outer man is not something that we ignore as biblical counselors. The Bible talks frequently about that relationship between the inner man and the outer man. And so we're thankful to have Christian medical providers like Dr. Bergeron who are willing to, to help us with that relationship. Well, uh, once again, uh, let me give the website where you can find out more information about this conference, which is coming up very soon, February 3rd and February 4th, which uh, is this uh, Saturday and Sunday, February. Friday and Saturday, I think, Chris, Friday and Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. (laughs) It's this Friday and Saturday. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, this Friday and Saturday, February 3rd and 4th, the website is faithandmedicine.org, faithandmedicine.org, and you can find out all about the Faith and Medicine Conference as well as the speaking engagement where uh, General Gerard will be speaking. And by the way, we already have a listener question. Uh, my questions for General Gerard. Are you intimidated working beside celebrity pastor and author Ray Rhodes? Are you scared of him, in awe of him? Is hero worship 
A Temptation for You, and that was written by Ray Rhodes. <laughs> uh, 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 the answer is a resounding yes to all of those, Chris. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I will be sure to put him in his place privately, privately, Chris. <laughs> you know, I have uh, met Ray uh, at many conferences I have attended, I've interviewed him several times. I've had long chats with him. And that is definitely the funniest thing he's ever said, <laughs> to me anyway. Uh, well, we, we, we are longtime fans of the Andy Griffith Show, and so we routinely refer to ourselves as Andy and Barney. But there is some, some debate about which one of us is which. Uh, so I, one of us is Andy and the other is Barney, Chris. I'll, I'll let others decide who is who. <laughs> By the way, uh, let me give our uh, email address to all of the other listeners who may have a question for you on um, marriage and parenting God's way. It's chrisarnzen at gmail.com, C-H-R-I-S-A-R-N-Z-E-N at gmail.com. As always, give us your first name, at least your city and state, and your country of residence. Please only remain anonymous if your question involves a personal and private matter, and I could readily understand with a subject like marriage and parenting, I keep mispronouncing parenting, marriage and parenting, I could readily understand people having personal and private questions and so uh, you may remain anonymous if that is the case if you are indeed asking a question that involves marriage uh, and parenting that is personal and private but otherwise if it's just a general question about what the Bible has to say about those very important issues please give us your first name at least city and state and country of residence now uh, starting off with uh, marriage, uh, this is uh, obviously, as I already mentioned, a very crucial area in the life of Christians. And it's also uh, very often an area that really, perhaps even more aggressively than any other area of life, uh, tests the authenticity of whether or not the husband and wife are truly regenerate, are truly children of God, because obviously living with someone day in and day out and going through uh, some of the most trying times together in life, as well as the most joyful times in life, uh, that can really be a place where one's faith as it were, is put to the test, as they say, when when the rubber meets the road. And uh, tell us about that as far as how marriage uh, is really that testing ground. Uh, and I'm getting emails as we speak. That's kind of why I'm speaking so clumsily right now. But, uh, but to tell us about that. It is interesting... In the course of biblical counseling, when a couple will come to to receive marital counseling, that really is the first thing we talk about is the gospel. 
because uh, marital challenges may be the first time that their faith has really been tested. And so the, the first thing that we'll attempt to ascertain is, am I dealing with a husband and a wife who are both regenerate, who are both truly believers, or is perhaps one of the two a false convert? Uh, maybe they, they thought they were converted, uh, but in the course of counseling, they're either converted through the through the course of counseling, or their their faith is tested in such a way that they reject the gospel completely and walk away. So, really, before we get into whatever the problems are, the challenges that they're experiencing, I think we begin with the foundation of the gospel. Does each party, the husband and the wife, are they truly? Believers, do they understand the gospel and uh, are they truly united with Christ? And then we move on from there. And of course, if they are believers, if they are in Christ, then there is, there is great hope uh, that the, the problems in the marriage can be appropriately addressed and, um, and that there can be reconciliation and joy. And, and even for the, in the case of an unbeliever, what we're working towards is their conversion. And there is hope there also that uh, Jesus is merciful and uh, come to Christ. And, and then the problems in the marriage are the symptoms. They're not the real problem oftentimes, Chris. We have a listener in Metro Manila in the Philippines, uh, Ramon, who has a question. And, the question is, I was just looking at it, and now I can't find it. <clears throat> While I'm looking for it, our email address is chrisarnson at gmail.com, chrisarnson at gmail.com. Oh, okay, I just found it. Can, can General Gerard explain what Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4 means and give some tips about it? Well, let me, let me read that. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4. I'm reading from, of course, the New American Standard Bible, sponsors of this program. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Uh, Very good question, because there may be people who are parents who try to justify their ill treatment of their children by redefining what it means to provoke your children to anger. So what do you think it means? Yeah, I would first commend a book. I'm going to be sharing the the platform this Saturday with Lou Priolo, Chris, and he is one of my heroes in the biblical counseling world. And his book, I told, I told him this once before I'll tell him again, Saturday, his book, the heart of anger really transformed me as a father. And uh, anger is the sin that is most vexing to me in many ways. And so Lou's book, The Heart of Anger, really helped me in my journey as a Christian father. But I, I think to answer Ramon's question, all discipline is of two forms, formative and corrective. And when we hear the word discipline, that's often has negative connotations in our culture. It's lamentable because it should not be universally associated with punishment. But that's really the way it's used in our culture. If you're going to discipline a child, 
people think you're going to punish them. But I found there's an inverse relationship between formative discipline, which is training, and corrective discipline, which is what we normally associate with some sort of sanctions or punishment. The less training there is, the more punishment there is. The more training that takes place in the home, father to his children, the less need there is for what we normally associate with as punishment, corrective discipline. And I'll give a simple example. If I want my son to clean his room uh, and I, I make a habit of going in with him each morning and very cheerfully working alongside him, okay, son, let me show you how to make the bed. Let's tuck in this and let's pick this up and pick that up. And it's something that we joyfully do together so that I can show him, teach him, train him what the standard is for cleaning the task, cleaning your room. It's a happy time for he and I to spend together. Then uh, a few mornings, a few weeks down the road, when all I have time to do is say, son, I need you to clean your room, he immediately understands the standard and has some, some happy memories of he and dad doing that together. And so when I come back to inspect his work, I'm pleased with the outcome. I think too often we just tell our children to do this, do that, we bark orders, and then we're frustrated with the outcome. And that leads, frustration often leads to provoking our children to anger. I think that's what the scripture means, Ephesians 6, 4, that we have unrealistic or unreasonable expectations of our children. And therefore, it provokes them to anger, Chris. Excellent question, Ramon, and I think an excellent answer. Uh, thank you. Keep listening to Iron Sharpens Iron Radio there in the Philippines and keep spreading the word about the program there in your native country and beyond. Uh, speaking of which, uh, you are obviously, you've been uh, announced and identified as a brigadier general in the United States Marine Corps. You've been in the Marines, as you put it, longer than anything else you've been doing in your life. Uh, obviously, your your primary guidance and influence, and not only just being a man and going about all the day-to-day activities all men in general are involved in, uh, your greatest influence uh, is uh, not only uh, the triune God and the Holy Spirit dwelling within you and the scriptures, but how has being a Marine uh, affected your life and perhaps given, given you a, a unique uh, way of, of uh, living out your life as a, a husband and a, and a parent that has being a Marine benefited uh, the way you make decisions and the way you conduct yourself as a husband and parent? Mm. Well, I think that any, for all of us, our vocation and the training that we, we undergo as part of our vocation as we bring that home, so to speak, it's usually a double-edged sword. And I would say it's the same in the case of my training as a Marine. There is much that I, I think that is beneficial, Chris, that 
I'm able to think methodically. I'm really a, I'm a professional planner in many ways. And so planning and attention to detail and imposing order on chaos are things that I learned in my three decades as a Marine. And I, I hope that has had a positive impact on my marriage and my children. Uh, the other edge of that sword, however, is when uh, from time to time, my wife and children have gently reminded me that they are not Marines. <laughs> so so uh, uh, I, uh, my home is not a Marine Corps base. And so uh, I'm, I'm thankful that I have a godly wife and godly children who help me, re- help remind me of the appropriate spheres that I live in. Uh, I may be recognized by our government as a general. When I come into our home, the the rank that I hold is father and husband, and that's a very different proposition. It comes with a whole different set of responsibilities, and I need to bring different skills to bear. Uh, but I, I I hope as a Marine, what I have modeled for for my family, Chris, is Romans thirteen that. Be in the service of our country, bearing the sword, is a occupation that uh, God has ordained. He has given us governments as a good gift, and that those who bear the sword are to be a, a scourge to evil doers and a blessing to those that do good. And so that's certainly been my charge as a Marine, straight from Romans thirteen, on behalf of my family and on our country, that I have. Uh, fulfilled that that God-given calling for all soldiers that they are to be to bear the sword in the cause of justice. When uh, disciplining your children, does the phrase "drop and give me 50 ever come up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, more so with the boys than the girls, perhaps. Uh, you know, my. Uh, my girls uh, have soft places in my hearts for my girls. My boys have probably um, borne the brunt of my Marine esque discipline, Chris. But uh, <laughs> they, uh, I, I think, they have forgiven me for my excesses when I did not take off my uniform, so to speak, before I came in the door. And uh, that's something that. They can chuckle about now. Our baby is 19 years old, so all of our children are are grown for the most part, and so they they tend to laugh about those things now that they're a little older. <laughs> We're going to our first station break, folks. <clears throat> if you have a question, once again, our email address is chrisarnzen at gmail.com, C-H-R-I-S-A-R-N-Z-E-N at gmail.com. As always, give us your first name at least, your city and state, In your country of residence, please only remain anonymous if your question involves a personal and private matter. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Brigadier General Kevin Gerard and Marriage and Parenting God's Way right after these messages. James 
White of Alpha Mega Ministries here. I'm very excited to announce that my longtime friend Chris Arnson of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio and I are heading down to Atlanta, Georgia again for the G3 National Conference. That's Thursday, September 21st through Saturday the 23rd on a theme that I've been preaching, teaching, writing about, and defending in live public debates for most of my life, the sovereignty of God. I'll be joined on the speaking roster by Steve Lawson, Bodie Balcom, Paul Washer, Virgil Walker, Scott Annual, and Josh Bice, founder of G3 Ministries. And there's more great news. Chris Arnson of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio can get you a 30% discount off the registration fee. Go to g3min.org, that's g3min.org, and enter promo code G3ISIR. That's G3ISIR for the 30% discount. Chris Arnson and I look forward to seeing you all Thursday, September 21st through Saturday the 23rd for the G3 National Conference in Atlanta, Georgia on the Sovereignty of God. Make sure you stop by the Iron Sharpens Iron Radio Exhibitor booth and say hi to Chris Arnson while you're there. Go to g3min.org and enter promo code G3ISIR for your 30% discount off the registration fee. Friends of Preachers, Charles Haddon Spurgeon once said, Growing a beard is a habit most natural, scriptural, manly, and beneficial. Grace and peace to all the Iron Sharpens Iron listeners. This is Tony with TheStandardBeardCare.com. Try TheStandardBeardCare.com is a Christ-exalting, better-known and simple name in beard care. So if you have a beard, know a guy with a beard, or ladies if you're married to a man with a beard, head over to TheStandardBeardCare.com. Check out the vast array of all-natural, handcrafted products to make that beard scriptural, manly, and beneficial. And when you do so, you will help to support Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. When you use the promo code IRON at checkout, you will receive free shipping to anywhere in the lower 48, and 10% of your donations will go back to Chris Arnson and Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. So head over to thestandardbeardcare.com, where the standard is the standard. Puritan Reformed is a Bible-believing, kingdom-building, devil-fighting church. We are devoted to upholding the apostolic doctrine and practice preserved in Scripture alone. Puritan Reformed teaches men to rule and lead as image-bearing prophets, priests, and kings. We teach families to worship together as families. Puritan is committed to teaching the whole counsel of God so that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of God as the waters cover the sea. We sing the Psalms, teach the law, proclaim the gospel, make disciples, maintain discipline, and exalt Christ. This is Pastor David Reese of Puritan Reformed in Phoenix, Arizona. Join us in the glorious cause of advancing Christ's crown and covenant over the kings of the earth. Puritan Reformed Church. Believe, build, fight. PuritanPHX.com If you're near retirement or thinking about retiring, you probably have questions. How do you make your savings last? How much should you take out and when? You're ready for retirement, but are your finances... 
Art Amundsen, an Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you build a strategy to help make sure your finances keep up with your long-term needs. Do what it takes to get there. Now it's time to make the most of retirement. Visit edwardjones.com. That's edwardjones.com. Or call 717-258-4688. 717-258-4688. We here at Iron Sharpens Iron Radio are forever grateful for the generous financial support of Art Amundsen, Edward Jones Financial Advisor in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Call 717-258-4688 today. Hello, my name is Anthony Uvino, and I'm one of the pastors at Hope Reform Baptist Church in Quorum, New York, and also the host of the ReformRookie.com website. I want you to know that if you enjoy listening to the Iron Sharpens Iron radio show like I do, you can now find it on the Apple's iTunes app by typing Iron Sharpens Iron radio in the search bar. You no longer have to worry about missing a show or a special guest because you're in your car or still at work. Just subscribe on the iTunes app and listen to the Iron Sharpens Iron radio show at any time, day or night. Please be sure to also give it a good review and pass it along to anyone who would benefit from the teaching and the many solidly reformed guests that Chris Arnson has on the show. Truth is so hard to come by these days, so don't waste your time with fluff or fake news. Subscribe to the Iron Sharpens Iron radio podcast right now. And while you're at it, you can also sign up for the ReformRookie.com podcast and visit our website and the YouTube page. We are dedicated to teaching Christian theology from a Reformed Baptist perspective to beginners in the faith as well as seasoned believers. From Keech's Catechism and the Doctrines of Grace to the Olivet Discourse and the Book of Leviticus, the Reformed Rookie podcast and YouTube channel is sure to have something to offer everyone seeking biblical truth. And finally, if you're looking to worship in a Reformed church that holds to the 1689 London Baptist Confession of Faith, please join us at Hope Reformed Baptist Church in Quorum, New York. Again, I'm Pastor Anthony Avenio, and thanks for listening. Iron Sharpens Iron Radio first launched in 2005. The publishers of the New American Standard Bible were among my very first sponsors. It gives me joy knowing that many scholars and pastors in the Iron Sharpens Iron Radio audience have been sticking with or switching to the NASB. This is Daryl Bernard Harrison, co-host of the Just Thinking Podcast, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Tom Buck. A First Baptist Church of Lindell, Texas, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Kent Keller of Faith Bible Church in Sharpsburg, Georgia, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Andrew Rappaport, the founder and executive director at Striving for Eternity Ministries, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Mark Romaldi, pastor of Sovereign Grace Church of Greenbrier, Tennessee, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Christopher Cookston, pastor of Prineville Community Church in Prineville, Oregon, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Matt Tarr, pastor of High Point Baptist Church in Larksville, Pennsylvania, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. Here's a great way for your church to help keep Iron Truppens Iron Radio on the air. Pastors, are your pew Bibles tattered and falling apart? 
Consider restocking your pews with the NASB. And tell the publishers you heard about them from Chris Arnzen on Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. Go to nasbible.com. That's nasbible.com to place your order. If you love Iron Sharpens Iron Radio, one of the best ways you can help keep the show on the air is by supporting our advertisers. One such faithful advertiser who really believes in what Chris Arnzen is doing is Daniel P. Patafuco, serious injury lawyer and Christian apologist. Dan is the president and founder of the Historical Bible Society. Their mission to foster belief in the credibility of Scripture as the written Word of God. They go to various churches, schools and institutions to publicly display a rare collection of biblical texts along with a fascinating presentation by Mr. Butterfuco demonstrating the reliability of Scripture. To advance the cause of the Gospel, they created a beautiful, perfect facsimile of the genealogy of Jesus Christ from the original engravings contained in a first edition 1611 King James Bible. This 17th century hand-engraved chart shows the family tree of Jesus Christ going back to Adam and Eve. This book is complete with gorgeous full-size illustrations of Noah's Ark and the Tower of Babel and an explanation of why the genealogy of Jesus is so important for his claims to the throne of the universe. Originals of this work are in museums and nobody has ever made it accessible to the public in a large book form before. You can have your own copy of this 44-page genealogy book for a donation of $35 or more. Visit historicalbiblesociety.org That's historicalbiblesociety.org Thanks for helping to keep Iron Sharpens Iron Radio on the air. Sharpens Iron Radio praise God for the generous monthly financial support of Royal Diadem Jewelers, educated by and affiliated with the American Gem Society, Jewelers of America, and the Gemological Institute of America. For the perfect custom-designed engagement ring or any one-of-a-kind piece of jewelry created exactly according to your imagination and specifications, Royal Diadem Jewelers has you covered. No matter where you live in the world, Royal Diadem will walk you step-by-step through every stage of the process and even hold a high-tech internet virtual visit using state-of-the-art jewelry design technology to serve you. They start by listening carefully to determine your needs. They're interested in making what you want, not what they want to sell you. From rough design to digital model, to photorealistic image, to wax prototype model, to the finished product, they're continually listening to your input, likes and dislikes, making any changes necessary along the way. This will ensure that your custom jewellery will turn out exactly as you dreamed and well beyond your expectations. Visit royaldiadem.com. That's royaldiadem.com today. 
Sterling Vanderwerker, owner of Royal Diadem Jewelers, his wife Bronnie, his business partner and manager Brian Wilson, and the entire family thank you all for listening to, praying for, and supporting the work of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. And don't forget, folks, RoyalDiadem.com is still offering Iron Sharpens Iron Radio a mind-blowing offer. They are giving us 100% of the profits from any sale to an Iron Sharpens Iron Radio listener who mentions Iron Sharpens Iron Radio when making their purchase, as long as they mention us. And that is absolutely incredible. But we don't know when they're going to pull the plug on this offer. So please, if you have any intention on buying yourself a piece of jewelry or a gift for someone else, let's say for Valentine's Day or any special occasion, please go to royaldiadem.com, royaldiadem.com. Whether it's something that they already have in stock that you are purchasing or if you're having a custom-designed piece of jewelry created, uh, let's say... uh, you love this interview today you're hearing with uh, Brigadier General Kevin Gerard so much that you want to give him a United States Marine Corps logo <laughs> and a piece of jewelry, uh, like a pendant for a necklace, a ring, or anything else. Or if you're having a custom-designed engagement ring, or you're turning your church logo, your parachurch organization logo, your denomination logo, your seminary logo into a piece of jewelry. Whatever it is that your imagination and creativity can conjure up, Royal Diadem will turn it into a physical piece of jewelry that will be absolutely stunning and will absolutely blow you away. I have seen their work firsthand. I know what I'm talking about. Go to royaldiadem.com, royaldiadem.com, and try to make your purchase as soon as possible so that we will be insured here at Iron Trip and Zion Radio to receive 100% of the profits from your sale. That's royaldiadem.com. Always mention Chris Arnson of Iron Sharp and Zion Radio. We're now back with our guest, uh, Brigadier General Kevin Gerard, and we are talking about marriage and parenting God's way. If you have a question, our email address is chrisarnson at gmail.com. chrisarnson at gmail.com. Give us your first name at least, your city and state, and your country of residence. Uh, we have an anonymous listener who asks, uh, Brigadier General Gerard, how free are you as a general in the United States Marine Corps to speak openly without hesitation what the Bible teaches about marriage and parenting? General Gerard. Thanks for the question. Okay. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the question, Chris. Uh, uh, in as much as it is it's part of my duties to do so. I feel very free, Chris. Uh, it, it's not something that comes up every day. I'm an infantryman by trade, but I certainly am very comfortable openly talking about my own family, my own wife, and and offering any encouragement I can to those that asks, and then just supporting the families that that. Uh, that are part of my responsibility and looking after Marines, taking care of their families often is part of that duty. And so I, I, in, in my spheres, which are somewhat limited to the infantry units that I've been a part of, I have never really had my faith challenged in any way as openly 
by any sort of hostility. So I'm thankful for that. I, I realize that my experience may be unique and that others may have experienced some challenges in living out their faith before the watching world. But I think the closer you are to 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 interpersonal violence in the course of our duties and and war fighting, the easier it is to bring reality to bear. And of course, we believe the Bible is true because one of the reasons we believe the Bible is true is that it corresponds to reality, the correspondence view that it, the truths of the Bible correspond to reality, which is one of the ways that we can be confident that uh, the Bible is true, Chris. Excellent question, Anonymous. <clears throat> and uh, if you are a first-time questioner, please email me your full name and mailing address. Obviously, that information will not be disclosed to the public uh, because you have won, if indeed you are a first-time questioner, a free New American Standard Bible, compliments of the publishers of the NASB and also compliments of Cumberland Valley Bible Book Service, cvbbs.com. We'll be shipping that Bible out to you free of charge. So uh, let us know if you are indeed a first-time questioner. I think one of the things that uh, attendees of a conference, such as the one where you are speaking, or even those that are seeking biblical counseling over marriage or parenting, uh, or anything else for that matter, uh, is that they want to learn something that they didn't already know. Obviously, it's always valuable to be reminded of things that you already do know, things that you already knew the Bible taught you. Uh, but it's also, I think, probably something that those who are either attendees at a conference or those that are undergoing counseling, they're hoping that they, they hear and learn something that they didn't even think of before. And therefore, that means they are likely doing things wrong. They, they, and they may be uh, even unaware that they're doing things wrong. Obviously, when, when any of us is overtly committing a, a sin and a clear violation of the Scriptures, we typically all know that that when we are doing that. But there are times when we are just unconscious that we are not uh, thinking and acting biblically. Uh, can you give us some ways that you think even many Christians are doing marriage and parenting? I don't know why I'm having a hard time saying parenting. <laughs> doing marriage and parenting the wrong way. Can you, can you give us some of those issues that, that you may have even experienced... Uh, those that you have counseled or those that have visited a conference will even approach you and say, wow, I didn't even think of that. Sure, Chris. When I was young and foolish, uh, I had a romantic view of family life, I think, and in as much as I thought that if I could just build a castle and dig a deep moat and raise the drawbridge and my wife and I could create a perfect little environment in which to raise our children. We didn't need anything else, that our family was sufficient to raise godly children. We were a homeschool family for most of our lives. And, and so I thought if I could wall off the world, that the enemy was out there somewhere, and that my primary duty was to protect my family from 
the world out there. And then one of the, the ways the Lord helped me is that he, he taught me that marriage and parenting in particular are, are really team sports. And what we need more as much as anything else is the body of Christ to help us in our marriage and in our parenting duties. And for most believers, the, the body of Christ means our membership and commitment to the local church. And so if I could give one piece of marital advice, one piece of parenting advice to Christians, it would be to, to, to love the church as Christ loved the church, meaning you're willing to sacrifice everything else for the church. What I, I normally say, I, I try to exaggerate to make my point, but it's really not much of an exaggeration. That I'm at church every time the doors are open because my life, my marriage, my, my family depends upon it. And so I think oftentimes young Christians, young homeschooling, Christian schooling parents and families sometimes think that they don't esteem the body of Christ and the local church highly enough, Chris. Christians, we, we cannot live without the church. We should not live without the church. The, the priesthood of the believers, uh, we, we are, we're priests together in corporate worship with the body of Christ. To separate ourselves from the body of Christ places us in mortal danger. And so that's the, the I, will, I will make that point as, as part of the conference. I make that point frequently in counseling. That if you want to be, you want to minister to your family, then plant them in a local church and be committed, Chris. Yes, that is certainly true that people really uh, underestimate very often the importance of the local church. And even when they join a church to begin with, the requirements that they have in their own minds of what uh, is the uh, kind of church that they want to associate with very often involve comparatively superficial things. They want to know how uh, entertaining or at least how skilled and professional the music that is offered is. They want to know how many programs they have for the children uh, because they're really looking for babysitters, uh, unpaid babysitters, uh, that will uh, be able to occupy much of their children's time to free up their own time. They're looking for all kinds of things. Uh, they're looking for uh, a building that uh, puts them in awe, uh, a, a magnificent uh, and breathtaking structure, perhaps. Uh, and, and, of course, you have the <clears throat> the trend of many even turning who are formerly evangelicals turning to Eastern Orthodoxy and Roman Catholicism because of the mystique of the whole atmosphere of, of the religiosity present in those churches, the smells and bells, as we've often heard that phrase used. Uh, don't, do not people have to be extremely serious about what church they join and using the scriptures as a biblical litmus test uh, where the the things that should be in priority are coming from the Bibles, not from their own tastes. 
Yes, that's exactly right, Chris. Uh, find a, a biblical church, one that has the marks of a biblical church. And, and one of those, of course, is discipline. When we're talking about bringing the team to bear on parenting and on marriage, one of the one of the issues that may arise in the course of marital counseling or counseling couples about parenting is that they may need the help of the church, and that help includes the discipline of the church. And so I, I tell people I, I don't want to be a part of a church that uh, is afraid to kick me out. I hope that if uh, I ran headlong into sin, that my fellow elder and brother Ray Rhodes would come banging on my door one day and say, no, uh, no further, and confront me, hold me accountable. And and that would be a great help to my wife and children, for the church to be willing to hold me accountable when I am committing sin. And so I, I think, Chris, we, we just, uh, in modern modernity, especially with our virtual world in which we have discarded actual real things for their virtual substitutes, that we have lost much of the efficacy that is inherent when we're talking about the body of Christ. We need to weep together. We need to celebrate together. Ray and I performed a funeral yesterday afternoon for the the son of one of our members. And he was a young man, the, the boy that died. And so we we wept with that family. And we, we were able to say things to that family that, that no one else is able to say to them. And I hope to give them the hope of the gospel. That all takes place in the context of the body of Christ manifested in the local church. Amen. We'll have you so pick I, up. We'll, we'll have you pick up right where you yeah. left off. We have to go to our midway break. Okay. It's going to be longer than the average break in the middle of the show, as it always is in the middle of the show. Uh, so please be patient with us, and we'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. James White of Alpha Mega Ministries here. I'm very excited to announce that my longtime friend Chris Arnson of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio and I are heading down to Atlanta, Georgia again for the G3 National Conference. That's Thursday, September 21st through Saturday the 23rd on a theme that I have been preaching, teaching, writing about, and defending in live public debates for most of my life, the sovereignty of God. I'll be joined on the speaking roster by Steve Lawson, Bodie Balcom, Paul Washer, Virgil Walker, Scott Aniel, and Josh Bice, founder of G3 Ministries. And there's more great news. Chris Arnson of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio can get you a 30% discount off the registration fee. Go to g3min.org, that's g3min.org, and enter promo code G3ISIR. That's G3ISIR for the 30% discount. Chris Arnson and I look forward to seeing you all Thursday, September 21st through Saturday the 23rd for the G3 National Conference in Atlanta, Georgia on the Sovereignty of God. Make sure you stop by the Iron Sharpens Iron Radio Exhibitor booth and say hi to Chris Arnson while you're there. Go to g3min.org and enter promo code G3ISIR for your 30% discount off the registration fee. 
such a blessing to hear from Iron Sharpens Iron radio listeners from all over the world. Here's Joe Riley, a listener in Ireland, who wants you to know about a guest on the show he really loves hearing interviewed, Dr. Joe Moorcraft. I'm Joe Riley, a faithful Iron Sharpens Iron radio listener here in Atai, in County Kildare, Ireland, going back to 2005. One of my very favorite guests on Iron Sharpens Iron is Dr. Joe Moorcraft. If you've been blessed by Iron Sharpens Iron Radio, Dr. Moorcraft and Heritage Presbyterian Church of Cumming, Georgia, are largely to thank since they are one of the program's largest financial supporters. Heritage Presbyterian Church of Cumming is in Forsyth County, a part of the Atlanta metropolitan area. Heritage is a thoroughly biblical church, unwaveringly committed to Westminster standards, and Dr. John Moorcraft is the author of an eight-volume commentary on the larger catechism. Heritage is a member of the Hanover Presbytery, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, and tracing its roots and heritage back to the great Protestant Reformation of the 16th century. Heritage maintains and follows the biblical truth and principles proclaimed by the reformers. Scripture alone, grace alone, faith alone, Christ alone, and God's glory alone. Their primary goal is the worship of the triune God that continues in eternity. For more details on Heritage Presbyterian Church of Cumming, Georgia, visit heritagepresbyterianchurch.com. That's heritagepresbyterianchurch.com. Or call 678-954-7831. That's 678-954-7831. If you visit, tell them Joe Riley, an Iron Sharpens Iron radio listener from a toy in County Kildare, Ireland, sent you. Getting a driver's license, running a cash register, flipping burgers, passing sixth grade. Do you know what they all have in common? They all require training, assessments, and certifications. But do you know what requires no training at all? Becoming a parent. My name is A.M. Brewster. I'm the president of Truth Love Parent and host of its award-winning podcast. I've been a biblical family counselor since the early 2000s. And what I've discovered is that the majority of Christian parents have never been biblically equipped to do the work of the ministry in their homes. That's why Truth Love Parent exists. We serve God by equipping dads and moms to be the ambassador parents God called and created them to be. We produce free parenting resources, train church leaders, and offer biblical counseling so that the next generation of dads and moms can use the scriptures to parent their children for life and godliness. Please visit us at truthloveparent.com. Today at thousands of community centers, high schools, middle schools, juvenile institutions, coffee shops, and local hangouts, Long Island Youth for Christ, staff and volunteers meet with young people who need Jesus. We are rural and urban, and we are always about the message of Jesus. Our mission is to have a noticeable spiritual impact on Long Island, New York, by engaging young people in the lifelong journey of following Christ. Long Island Youth for Christ has been a stalwart bedrock ministry since 1959. We have a world-class staff and a proven track record of bringing consistent love and encouragement to youths in need all over the country and around the world. Help honor our history by becoming a part of our future. Volunteer, donate, pray, or all of the above. For details, call Long Island Youth for Christ at 631-385-8333. That's 631-385-8333. 
or visit liyfc.org. That's liyfc.org. James White of Alpha and Omega Ministries here. If you've watched my Dividing Line webcast often enough, you know I have a great love for getting Bibles and other documents vital to my ministry rebound to preserve and ensure their longevity. And besides that, they feel so good. I'm so delighted I discovered Post Tenebris Lux Bible Rebinding. No radio ad will be long enough to sing their praises sufficiently, but I'll give it a shot. Jeffrey Rice of Post Tenebris Lux is a remarkably gifted craftsman and artisan. All his work is done by hand from the cutting to the pleating of corners to the perimeter stitching. Jeffrey uses the finest and buttery soft imported leathers in a wide variety of gorgeous colors like the turquoise goat skin tanned in Italy used for my Nessie All in 28th edition with a navy blue goat skin inside liner and the electric blue goat skin from a French tannery used to rebind a Reformation study Bible I used as a gift. The silver gilding he added on the page edges has a stunning mirror finish resembling highly polished chrome. Jeffrey will customize your rebinding to your specifications and even emboss your logo into the leather, making whatever he rebinds a one-of-a-kind work of art. For more details on post-Tenebris Lux Bible Rebinding, go to ptlbiblerebinding.com. That's ptlbiblerebinding.com. Sharpens Iron Radio first launched in 2005. The publishers of the New American Standard Bible were among my very first sponsors. It gives me joy knowing that many scholars and pastors in the Iron Sharpens Iron Radio audience have been sticking with or switching to the NASB. I'm Dr. Joseph Piper, President and Professor of Systematic and Homiletical Theology at Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary in Taylor, South Carolina. And the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Chuck White at the First Trinity Lutheran Church in Tonawanda, New York. And the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Anthony Mathenia of Christ Church in Radford, Virginia. And the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Jesse Miller of Damascus Road Christian Church in Gardnerville, Nevada. And the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Bruce Bennett of Word of Truth Church in Farmingville, Long Island, New York, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Rodney Brown of Metro Bible Church in South Lake, Texas, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. I'm Pastor Jim Harrison of Red Mills Baptist Church in Mayapack Falls, New York, and the NASB is my Bible of choice. Here's a great way for your church to help keep Iron Sharpens Iron Radio on the air. Pastors, are your pew Bibles tattered and falling apart? Consider restocking your pews with the NASB. And tell the publishers you heard about them from Chris Arnzen on Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. Go to nasbible.com. That's nasbible.com to place your order. Hi, I'm Buzz Taylor. 
Chris Arnzen of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio has had a long-time partnership with our friends at CVBBS, which stands for Cumberland Valley Bible Book Service. They specialize in supplying Reformed and Puritan books and Bibles at discount prices that make them affordable for everyone. CVBBS has been a family-owned book service since 1987, operating out of Carlisle, Pennsylvania. They seek to bring you the best available Christian books and Bibles at the best possible prices. Unlike other book sites, they make no effort to provide every book that is available or popular because, frankly, much of what is being printed is not worth your time. That means you can get to the good stuff faster. It also means you don't have to worry about being assaulted by the pornographic, heretical, and otherwise faith-insulting materials promoted by the secular book vendors. Browse the pages at ease, shop at your leisure, and purchase with confidence at Cumberland Valley Bible Book Service. Order online at cvbbs.com. That's cvbbs.com. Or you can order by phone at 1-800-656-0231. That's 1-800-656-0231. Please let our friends at CVBBS know that you heard about them on Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. host of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio, I frequently get requests from listeners for church recommendations. A church I've been strongly recommending as far back as the 1980s is Grace Covenant Baptist Church in Flemington, New Jersey, pastored by Alan Dunn. Grace Covenant Baptist Church believes it's God's prerogative to determine how He shall be worshipped and how He shall be represented in the world. They believe churches need to turn to the Bible to discover what to include in worship and how to worship God in spirit and truth. Grace Covenant Baptist Church endeavors to maintain a God-centered focus, reading, preaching, and hearing the Word of God, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, baptism, and communion are the scriptural elements of their corporate worship, performed with faith, joy, and sobriety. Discover more about Grace Covenant Baptist Church in Flemington, New Jersey at gcbcnj.squarespace.com. That's gcbcnj.squarespace.com. Or call them at 908-996-7654. That's 908-996-7654. Tell Pastor Dunn that you heard about Grace Covenant Baptist Church on Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. Charles Haddon Spurgeon once said, Give yourself unto reading. The man who never reads will never be read. He who never quotes will never be quoted. He who will not use the thoughts of other men's brains proves that he has no brains of his own. You need to read. Solid Ground Christian Books is a publisher and book distributor who takes these words of the Prince of Preachers to heart. The mission of Solid Ground Christian Books is to bring back treasures of the past to minister to Christians in the present and future, and to publish new titles that address burning issues in the church and the world. Since its beginning in 2001, Solid Ground has been committed to publish God-centered, Christ-exalting books for all ages. 
We invite you to go treasure hunting at solid-ground-books.com. That's solid-ground-books.com and see what priceless literary gems from the past or present you can unearth from Solid Ground. Solid Ground Christian Books is honored to be a weekly sponsor of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. And don't forget, folks, make solid-ground-books.com your very first stop for all your gift-giving needs, not only for when you're purchasing gifts for your brothers and sisters in Christ, but remember, purchasing gifts for the lost in your life, uh, especially when it's Christian books that are saturated with the Scripture and Christ-focused and gospel-focused, you could lead those folks, by God's grace and mercy, using you as a vessel, to eternal life in Christ. And that has happened many times, uh, innumerable times throughout history, for centuries. Uh, people have been led to Christ by reading a scripturally sound book. And we hope that uh, you will give us praise reports about people that you have been used of God to lead to Christ by giving them a solid book from Solid Ground Christian Books at solid-ground-books.com. Visit that website frequently, purchase generously, and always mention Chris Arnson of Iron Trump and Zion Radio. That's solid-ground-books.com. Before I return to Brigadier General Kevin Girard and our continued discussion on marriage and parenting God's way, I just have a couple of very important announcements to make. Uh, first of all, if you love this show, folks, and you do not want it to disappear from the airwaves, please go to ironsharpensironradio.com, click support, then click, click to donate now. You can donate instantly with a debit or credit card in that fashion. And uh, if you prefer snail mail, sending in a physical check, uh, to a physical address, there will also be a physical address that appears on your screen where you can uh, where you can mail your checks made payable to Iron Sharp and Iron Radio, and that will appear uh, on your screen instantly when you click support at ironsharpensironradio.com. Just make your checks payable to Iron Sharp and Iron Radio when you mail them in. If you want to advertise with us, uh, whether it's your church, your parachurch ministry, a special event you're having, or your business your professional private practice like a law firm or a medical practice, whatever it is, uh, as long as it's compatible with what I believe, send me an email to chrisarnson at gmail.com and put advertising in the subject line. We are just as much in urgent need of your advertising dollars as we are in your donations. Please remember, as I try to remember to tell you every day, I never want any of our listeners cutting into the money that they have set aside to give to their own local church for your Lord's Day giving in order to bless us with a financial gift. In other words, don't give your own church less than you're accustomed to giving them to bless us with a financial gift. Never do that. Also, if you're really struggling to survive and make ends meet, please wait until you are back on your feet financially before you mail us or send us electronically a financial gift. Two things that are very clear in the Bible about finances is that we are commanded to provide for our church and our family. Providing for this radio show is not a command of God, obviously. But if you love the show and you have extra money a collecting interest in the bank, you have extra money for benevolent, recreational, and trivial purposes, you don't want this program to disappear, well, share some of that money with us 
so that we can continue to exist. Go to ironsharpensironradio.com, click support, then click, click to donate now. Also, I hope that as many of you as possible uh, can attend an upcoming conference that is a very exciting event. Uh, it is being held by First Love Ministries. First Love Ministries are the parent ministry of First Love Radio that live streams this program every day. And they are having their first annual conference on the theme, The New Birth. And this uh, conference is being held March 3rd through the 5th of this year, 2023, in Milton, Florida. The speakers include my friend, Pastor Joe Jackowitz, founder and president of First Love Ministries, and they have quite a number of other speakers on the panel as well, or on the roster. So if you want more details, go to firstloveministries.org, firstloveministries.org, and you can get all the information you need on attending the first annual First Love Ministries Bible Conference, Examining the New Birth, March 3rd through the 5th in Milton, Florida. And uh, if you are not a member of a Christ-honoring, biblically faithful, theologically sound, doctrinally solid church, no matter where you live on the planet Earth, I may be able to help you find a church that is just as Christ-honoring and biblically faithful as Grace Community Church of Dawsonville, Georgia. I have extensive lists spanning the globe. And if you are without a church uh, that's biblically faithful, no matter where on the planet Earth you live, send me an email to chrisarnson at gmail.com and put I need a church in the subject line. I have helped many people in our audience in all parts of the planet Earth find churches sometimes within just a couple of minutes from where they live. And that may be you too. Send me that email to chrisarnson at gmail.com and put I need a church in the subject line. That's also the email address where you can send in a question. To General or Brigadier General Kevin Girard, uh, that is chrisarnson at gmail.com. chrisarnson at gmail.com. Give us your first name at least, your city and state, and your country of residence. Uh, it seems like we've got a lot of anonymous listeners today sending in questions. We have another one who says, In your experience as a biblical counselor, do you experience more often that Husbands are lacking in their leadership of their family and are too passive and let their wives control most, if not all, of the important decision-making in the home? Or do you find more often the problem of the tyrannical dictator husband and parent who needs to be the one making all of the decisions and dismisses any input by his wife and perhaps even children when making family decisions? Interesting. Yeah. You know, most of the cases, I think, Chris, are somewhere in the middle. Rarely do we get one extreme or the other. I think in, in many of the counselees that we see at our church, and all, all of my counseling experience in the main is in the context of our local church here, which is a relatively small church in Northeast Georgia. So there's some context there. <clears throat> we don't, we don't have a, a wide reach geographically, but normally the truth is somewhere in the middle. There are some areas where a husband is behaving in a domineering or tyrannical dicta dictatorial fashion. And some cases where um, the wife is usurping her husband's leadership 
but um, I think I have seen cases certainly of both failures on the part of husbands where they have behaved in a dictatorial manner, lording it over their wives and children, and then where in some cases where fathers just uh, sort of check out. They can't be bothered. They want to get up, go to work, come home, and then they're consumed with the virtual world. Um, I, I suppose if I had to draw a trend, and I think that's really what the listener is after there, in my experience, what the trends are, Chris. Again, I would go back to this uh, the phenomena of exchanging real for virtual whether that's video games or pornography or any of the virtual attractions that the modern digital world offers, I see husbands of all ages who are forfeiting real things, real relationships, real companionship for virtual companionships. I like to say that Followers do not equal friends. You may have friends that are followers of your various social media endeavors, but you shouldn't expect your followers to come to the rescue. It is your friends. Uh, two are better than one, and a threefold cord is not easily broken, the scriptures say. And so I, I think for both men and women, that. That challenge is something that is relatively new, this replacement of real companionship with virtual companionship, and that it is having a a tremendous negative impact on Christian marriages, Chris. And, uh, well, thank you again, uh, anonymous listener. And once again, if you are a first-time questioner, let us know because... If you are, you have won a free New American Standard Bible. Uh, we have uh, Robert in Westchester County, New York, who asks, Have you seen lasting negative effects upon the church and the body of Christ as a result of what occurred during the so-called COVID pandemic? Mm. Um. When I'm speaking of our local church, let me speak that about that first, Chris. And in our case, you know, where you lived when COVID happened, I think made a tremendous difference. So here in Northeast Georgia, we heard about COVID. We just didn't really pay it much attention. Now, I recognize that some of that is the benefit of living in a relatively rural area, that there are challenges that urban communities have that we did not sim- have simply because my closest neighbor is uh, you know, a quarter or a half mile away. I can barely see the house from where I am. Uh, so we never shut down, really. I think there was one Sunday where we um, did not meet or we met virtually. But after that, we moved our services outside into the parking lot, and we had our full regular worship service outside for several weeks in that first COVID spring. But by summertime, we were back inside and really without a lot of a lot of changes. And what we saw at our church, Chris, was some growth 
we received a number of what we call COVID refugees from churches that had stopped gathering or had moved to a completely virtual environment. I mean, there are some things that I could do without, Chris. I could I could do without food. I've done without food for long stretches of time. I guess I could do without something to drink for a day or two, you know, without any um, without without anything to eat or drink. But uh, what I can't do without is worship, uh, private worship, family worship, and corporate worship. We're commanded by God to gather with His people. We certainly don't want to ignore health concerns, and we made some accommodations for health concerns, uh, but uh, we, we can't stop worshiping. And so we do, at our local church, Grace Community Church, we did not see any negative effects. In fact, the opposite was true. Our church grew substantially, and so we're thankful for that. As you look outwards, uh, Chris, the broader body of Christ, I think maybe COVID helped really uh, separate the wheat from the chaff. Um, churches that were really churches in name only, I think they're never going to recover from COVID. Uh, but in some respects, I, I would say good riddance. If they're not faithful biblical churches, then I'm not sure that they were well, actually, I am sure that they were they were not helping the cause of Christ. They were not advancing the gospel by by what they were doing at those places. And so the fact that they're disappearing just accelerated the decline of false churches. I think churches that are committed to the gospel, committed to the Bible, um, I think we're going to come out of uh, COVID stronger than we went in with our convictions really cemented in the hearts of our people and essential and non-essential activities better clarified in our minds. Um, As our governor here in Georgia said, so I'm pretty sure if you're buying groceries with your paycheck, you're an essential employee. And I, I wholeheartedly agreed with that sentiment. We can't live without worship as Christians, and that worship is in the context of uh, the, the local church. And so I think biblical churches have emerged from COVID stronger than ever before. Well, you know, you and I have one thing in common. Uh, even in spite of the fact that I have had no military training, I share with you the ability uh, to uh, refrain from eating and not have food for long periods of time. Uh, I have the willpower to do so. And believe it or not, uh, General Gerard, I have gone 45 minutes without having food in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, I, I have, uh, interviewing the, the number of pastors that I have and knowing a very large number of pastors coming from diverse theological backgrounds as well, uh, being in the Christian media going back to the 1980s. Um, I have seen all kinds of things that have occurred as a result of the mandates and uh, the coronavirus itself, uh, some wonderful and some bad. The wonderful ones is that relatively small churches have actually grown in size 
because people were going to these churches that remained open and have joined some subsequently and are still mm-hmm. and are still members of these churches and they're being fed a more biblical and more theologically sound diet from the pulpits there and from the the elder oversight there and the counseling mm-hmm. there <clears throat> but i've also spoken with pastors that did the wrong thing and some of those pastors when i say the wrong thing they were too quick to close for very long periods of time they uh were too quick to allow people to continue with zoom uh worship services or or live streaming worship services long after the uh initial uh alarms were going off the scaring people uh, people just became comfortable hey i don't need to get out of bed and and get to church i could just uh, stay here in bed and watch the worship service on tv and i there have been pastors who have confided in me they they recognize uh, you know we were wrong we'll never do this again mm. so so there have been yeah. valuable lessons learned and unfortunately the less sound churches and the less sound pastors seem to not care that uh, close to half or more than half of their congregations are still watching their worship services via live streaming who are actually members, so-called, of those churches. So, uh, yeah, I've seen the whole thing occur. Yeah, it is lamentable. I, you know, we, we, and we, we had a, a healthy discussion about whether to live stream at all uh, because of that very phenomena, we we continue to live stream our services, but really, um, when our people are traveling, for instance, uh, I, I travel quite a bit on behalf of our country, and so, but I always seek out a like-minded church where I can attend in person. That's always my first uh, desire: is to be physically with God's people. As I said, it's a team sport. I'm thankful for my local church, but I gave a, a pastor in Northern Virginia a compliment a couple of Sundays ago. I said, I'm going to give you the greatest compliment that I can give you. I felt like I was right at home. This service, this worship sounded the same. It looked the same. It, it all, all, all the, the wonderful things that we appreciate about Reformed worship that we read the word, we pray the word, we sing the word, and we hear the word faithfully preached. Those are sort of my four criteria for a biblical worship service, Chris. If those four things are happening, it may look a little different perhaps, and, but if, if there is the reading of the word, the singing of the word, praying the word, and the preaching of the word, then I'm going to be at home in that worship service. And so... We encourage our own members when they're traveling to find a church. We recommend good churches like you do, and only to to use our live stream as a last resort, really for people who are ill or uh, bedridden, confined to their homes for some reason. That's why we offer a live stream, not for our folks who are traveling, for so that they can have uh, worship in their pajamas, so to speak. <laughs> Uh, we have Christopher in Western Suffolk County, Long Island, New York, who says, how do you approach 
the very delicate difficulty of intruding into disagreements in the households of your married children. I'm not talking about situations that would involve a life-threatening situation, such as an abusive husband who is physically doing things that are not only an offense and abomination to God, but are illegal. But I'm talking about more in the fact that you could see that there is more arguments going on and more disagreements. And when you see the disagreements are over things that you yourself know are biblically incorrect, how often and when and how should we butt into these situations as in-laws? Well, there's lots of books out there in the Christian world, Chris, on parenting when when your children are small. There are not as many good resources about the parenting of adult children. So I appreciate this question very much. At the outset, I would say my father was a, a country lawyer is what he would have called himself. And he had a proverb that he was fond of issuing. And he would say, son. Remember that even solicited advice is merely tolerated. (laughs) I I think of that often when I'm dispensing uh, counsel. Uh, But uh, in the case of our married children, uh, one of the rules that my wife and I have, Chris, is that typically as our children get older, we say less and pray more. Uh, This will be a good segue into my assertion that parenting and marriage is a team sport. The best thing that I can do for my adult children, my children who are married, is to encourage them to, uh, to join a biblical church and then be committed there. Because there are things that they can hear in that context, Chris, from their peers or from older women, older men, it's going to be received better, I think, than from their parents in this respect. And, and all of the, I think all your listeners know that's true. I, you can, it's amazing to me how sometimes my children have not responded well to counsel that I've given them. But if another adult in the church offers the same counsel, they respond very positively. And so that's part of the help that the body of Christ gives us. So I, I'm, I'm very hesitant to wade into the marital affairs of our older married children. Uh, I will certainly give counsel when asked, but I would be very hesitant to give unsolicited counsel. What we can do is encourage them in every way to be committed to a a good local church where we know that they're going to receive that counsel from people who love them and care about them. And I think it will be better received in that context, Chris. Amen. And uh, let's see here. We have Ronald in eastern Suffolk County, Long Island. Just had one from Western, now one from Eastern. Ronald says, I know that you are being involved in a speaking engagement in Georgia, but I was wondering how often you travel to parts of the United States like Long Island, New York, 
where the, the citizens here may be of benefit to your speaking engagements? Well, uh, I have uh, I have a daughter that lives in New York now, Chris, and not really? in the city. Uh, yes, she uh, she married a young army lieutenant, and they are in the frozen wastelands of Fort Drum. Uh, <laughs> uh, my, poor, my poor Georgia girl is—they've had what ten feet of snow since Thanksgiving. So, wow, my darling, darling daughter Rachel is married to a godly young man. Ethan Stanley, and so I'm just so very pleased at their marriage. He, he handled all of that so very well. And, but there at Fort Drum, and uh, for your listeners there in New York, uh, I, I would certainly be willing to travel to New York. I'm always happy to to talk about the gospel and bring the Bible to bear on all sorts of the issues of life. Uh, uh, I'm thankful that there are good churches in the midst of uh, of New York where the light can shine into the darkness there. Um, my daughter and her husband found a good church there close by at Fort Drum, and they have enjoyed being part of the ministries there. So I'm thankful that there are good churches all over our country. Praise God. We're going to our final break right now. It's going to be more brief than the other breaks. Uh, so if you have a question, uh, we would ask that you try to get it to us as soon as possible because we are rapidly running out of time, especially after the ad break is concluded. So send us your emails to chrisarnson at gmail.com, chrisarnson at gmail.com. Give us your first name at least, your city and state, and your country of residence if you live outside the USA. Don't go away. We'll be right back right after these messages. James White of Alpha Mega Ministries here. I'm very excited to announce that my longtime friend Chris Arnson of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio and I are heading down to Atlanta, Georgia again for the G3 National Conference. That's Thursday, September 21st through Saturday the 23rd on a theme that I have been preaching, teaching, writing about, and defending in live public debates for most of my life, the sovereignty of God. I'll be joined on the speaking roster by Steve Lawson, Vody Balcom, Paul Washer, Virgil Walker, Scott Annual, and Josh Bice, founder of G3 Ministries. And there's more great news. Chris Arnson of Iron Sharpens Iron Radio can get you a 30% discount off the registration fee. Go to g3min.org, that's g3min.org, and enter promo code G3ISIR. That's G3ISIR for the 30% discount. Chris Arnson and I look forward to seeing you all Thursday, September 21st through Saturday the 23rd for the G3 National Conference in Atlanta, Georgia on the Sovereignty of God. Make sure you stop by the Iron Sharpens Iron Radio Exhibitor booth and say hi to Chris Arnson while you're there. Go to g3min.org and enter promo code G3ISIR for your 30% discount off the registration fee. Friends of Preachers, Charles Haddon Spurgeon once said, Growing a beard is a habit most natural, scriptural, manly, 
and beneficial. Grace and peace to all the Iron Sharpens Iron listeners. This is Tony with TheStandardBeardCare.com. That's right, TheStandardBeardCare.com is a Christ-exalting, better-known and simple name in beard care. So if you have a beard, know a guy with a beard, or ladies, if you're married to a man with a beard, head over to TheStandardBeardCare.com. Check out the vast array of all-natural, handcrafted products to make that beard scriptural, manly, and beneficial. And when you do so, you will help to support Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. When you use the promo code IRON at checkout, you will receive free shipping to anywhere in the lower 48, and 10% of your donations will go back to Chris Armson and Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. So head over to thestandardbeardcare.com, where the standard is the standard. Puritan Reformed is a Bible-believing, kingdom-building, devil-fighting church. We are devoted to upholding the apostolic doctrine and practice preserved in Scripture alone. Puritan Reformed teaches men to rule and lead as image-bearing prophets, priests, and kings. We teach families to worship together as families. Puritan is committed to teaching the whole counsel of God so that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of God as the waters cover the sea. We sing the Psalms, teach the law, proclaim the gospel, make disciples, maintain discipline, and exalt Christ. This is Pastor David Reese of Puritan Reformed in Phoenix, Arizona. Join us in the glorious cause of advancing Christ's crown and covenant over the kings of the earth. Puritan Reformed Church. Believe. Build. Fight. PuritanPHX.com I'm Dr. Joseph Piper, President Emeritus and Professor of Systematic and Applied Theology at Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary. Every Christian who's serious about the Reformed faith and the Westminster Standards should have and use the eight-volume commentary on the theology and ethics of the Westminster Larger Catechism titled Authentic Christianity by Dr. Joseph Moorcraft. It is much more than an exposition of the Larger Catechism. It is a thoroughly researched work that utilizes biblical exegesis as well as historical and systematic theology. Dr. Moorcraft is pastor of Heritage Presbyterian Church of Cumming, Georgia, and I urge everyone looking for a biblically faithful church in that area to visit that fine congregation. For details on the eight-volume commentary, go to westminstercommentary.com, westminstercommentary.com. For details on Heritage Presbyterian Church of Cumming, Georgia, visit heritagepresbyterianchurch.com, heritagepresbyterianchurch.com. Please tell Dr. Moorcraft and the saints at Heritage Presbyterian Church of Cumming, Georgia, that Dr. Joseph Piper of Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary sent you. If you love Iron Sharpens Iron Radio, one of the best ways you can help keep the show on the air is by supporting our advertisers. One such faithful advertiser who really believes in what Chris Arnton is doing is Daniel P. Patafuco, serious injury lawyer and Christian apologist. Dan is the president and founder of the Historical Bible Society. Their mission 
to foster belief in the credibility of Scripture as the written Word of God. They go to various churches, schools and institutions to publicly display a rare collection of biblical texts along with a fascinating presentation by Mr. Butterfuco demonstrating the reliability of Scripture. To advance the cause of the Gospel, they created a beautiful, perfect facsimile of the genealogy of Jesus Christ from the original engravings contained in a first edition 1611 King James Bible. This 17th century hand-engraved chart shows the family tree of Jesus Christ going back to Adam and Eve. This book is complete with gorgeous full-size illustrations of Noah's Ark and the Tower of Babel and an explanation of why the genealogy of Jesus is so important for his claims to the throne of the universe. Originals of this work are in museums and nobody has ever made it accessible to the public in a large book form before. You can have your own copy of this 44-page genealogy book for a donation of $35 or more. Visit historicalbiblesociety.org That's historicalbiblesociety.org Thanks for helping to keep Iron Sharpens Iron Radio on the air. Getting a driver's license, running a cash register, flipping burgers, passing sixth grade. Do you know what they all have in common? They all require training, assessments, and certifications. But do you know what requires no training at all? Becoming a parent. My name is A.M. Brewster. I'm the president of Truth Love Parent and host of its award-winning podcast, I've been a biblical family counselor since the early 2000s, and what I've discovered is that the majority of Christian parents have never been biblically equipped to do the work of the ministry in their homes. That's why Truth Love Parent exists. We serve God by equipping dads and moms to be the ambassador parents God called and created them to be. We produce free parenting resources, train church leaders, and offer biblical counseling so that the next generation of dads and moms can use the scriptures to parent their children for life and godliness. Please visit us at truthloveparent.com. Pastor Bill Sasso, Grace Church at Franklin, here in the beautiful state of Tennessee. Our congregation is one of a growing number of churches who love and support Iron Sharpens Iron Radio financially. Grace Church at Franklin is an independent, autonomous body of believers which strives to clearly declare the whole counsel of God as revealed in Scripture through the person and work of our Lord Jesus Christ. And of course, the end for which we strive is the glory of God. If you live near Franklin, Tennessee, and Franklin is just south of Nashville, maybe 10 minutes, or you are visiting this area, or you have friends and loved ones nearby, we hope you will join us some Lord's Day in worshiping our God and Savior. Please feel free to contact me if you have more questions about Grace Church at Franklin. Our website is gracechurchatfranklin.org. That's gracechurchatfranklin.org. This is Pastor Bill Sasser wishing you all the richest blessings of our Sovereign Lord, God, Savior, and King Jesus Christ today and always. 
White of Alpha and Omega Ministries here. If you've watched my Dividing Line webcast often enough, you know I have a great love for getting Bibles and other documents vital to my ministry rebound to preserve and ensure their longevity. And besides that, they feel so good. I'm so delighted I discovered Post Tenebrous Lux Bible Rebinding. No radio ad will be long enough to sing their praises sufficiently, but I'll give it a shot. Jeffrey Rice of Post Tenebrous Lux is a remarkably gifted craftsman and artisan. All his work is done by hand from the cutting to the pleating of corners to the perimeter stitching. Jeffrey uses the finest in buttery soft imported leathers in a wide variety of gorgeous colors like the turquoise goat skin tanned in Italy used for my Nessie in 28th edition with a navy blue goat skin inside liner and the electric blue goat skin from a French tannery used to rebind a Reformation study Bible I used as a gift. The silver gilding he added on the page edges has a stunning mirror finish resembling highly polished chrome. Jeffrey will customize your rebinding to your specifications and even emboss your logo into the leather, making whatever he rebinds a one-of-a-kind work of art. For more details on Post Tenebrous Lux Bible Rebinding, go to ptlbiblerebinding.com. That's ptlbiblerebinding.com. Getting a driver's license, running a cash register, flipping burgers, passing sixth grade. Do you know what they all have in common? They all require training, assessments, and certifications. But do you know what requires no training at all? Becoming a parent. My name is A.M. Brewster. I'm the president of Truth Love Parent and host of its award-winning podcast, I've been a biblical family counselor since the early 2000s, and what I've discovered is that the majority of Christian parents have never been biblically equipped to do the work of the ministry in their homes. That's why Truth Love Parent exists. We serve God by equipping dads and moms to be the ambassador parents God called and created them to be. We produce free parenting resources, train church leaders, and offer biblical counseling so that the next generation of dads and moms can use the scriptures to parent their children for life and godliness. Please visit us at truthloveparent.com. Hi, this is John Sampson, pastor of King's Church in Peoria, Arizona, taking a moment of your day to talk about Chris Arnzen and the Iron Sharpens Iron podcast. I consider Chris a true friend and a man of high integrity. He's a skilled interviewer who's not afraid to ask the big penetrating questions while always defending the key doctrines of the Christian faith. I've always been happy to point people to this podcast knowing it's one of the very few safe places on the internet where folk won't be led astray. I believe this podcast needs to be heard far and wide. This is a day of great spiritual compromise, and yet God has raised Chris up for just such a time. And knowing this, it's up to us as members of the body of Christ to stand with such a ministry in prayer and in finances. I'm pleased to do so, and would like to ask you to prayerfully consider joining me in supporting Iron Sharpens Iron financially. Would you consider sending either a one-time gift or even becoming a regular monthly partner with this ministry? I know it would be a huge encouragement to Chris if you would. All the details can be found at ironsharpensironradio.com where you can click support. That's ironsharpensironradio.com. I'm Dr. Tony Costa, Professor of Apologetics and Islam at Toronto Baptist Seminary. 
I'm thrilled to introduce to you a church where I have been invited to speak and have grown to love, Hope Reformed Baptist Church in Coram, Long Island, New York, pastored by Rich Jensen and Christopher McDowell. It's such a joy to witness and experience fellowship with people of God like the dear saints at Hope Reformed Baptist Church in Coram, who have an intensely passionate desire to continue digging deeper and deeper into the unfathomable riches of Christ in His Holy Word, and to enthusiastically proclaim Christ Jesus the King and His doctrines of sovereign grace in Suffolk County, Long Island, and beyond. I hope you also have the privilege of discovering this precious congregation and receive the blessing of being showered by their love, as I have. For more information on Hope Reformed Baptist Church, go to hopereformedli.net. That's hopereformedli.net. Or call 631-696-5711. That's 631-696-5711. Tell the folks at Hope Reformed Baptist Church of Coram, Long Island, New York, that you heard about them from Tony Costa on Iron Sharpens Iron. Welcome back. Uh, We have Joseph in South Central Pennsylvania, who has a question for you, Brigadier General Gerard. Uh, He asks, I have heard some pastors say, that the greatest allegiance to, oh, I'm sorry, the greatest allegiance for husbands, under God Himself, of course, is their spouses, even above the children. They are all obviously supposed to sacrificially love their children and give up their very lives for their children if necessary. But is the greater allegiance still supposed to be? for the wife, and for the wife, the husband. Certainly, Chris. I think that's the, that's the, the intended prioritization of relationships. You think uh, a person's relationship with God obviously is primary. The relationship with their spouse would be the next uh, in order of priority. And then the children in a tertiary sort of uh, model. Now, I think sometimes we can we look at that and we think, well, that means that our wives are more important than our children. And I don't, I mean, while that is, it does have different priorities, I think we need to be careful in our language and try to cling to Scripture. But I, um, I have often said to counselees, the best thing that you can do to a husband, the best thing that you can do for your children is to love their mother. And to wives, the best thing that you can do for your children is to love their father. And I think when we get those prioritization of relationships out of balance or out of structure, Chris, there is the opportunity for much mischief. In the case of my sons, I think Perhaps maybe it's just in the Gerard house, but maybe that has broader applicability. There's been a come a time in the lives of my sons where I heard them speak to their mother in a particular tone of voice, and I just sort of quietly reminded them, son, no man on earth is able or allowed to speak to my wife in that tone of voice. And I, what I'm reminding him in that is, that I didn't say his mother, 
I said, my wife. So it helps them understand, our children understand the prioritization of relationships. She was my wife before she was your mother. And so uh, I think that's helpful to think of our our homes in that respect, Chris, that our primary elite, best thing I can do for my wife is to love Christ and to cling to him and to look to him. I often use the the triangle-shaped drawing. I'm talking about husbands and wives with God at the top and the apex and husbands and wives. And I tell them the closer that you are individually to God, the closer you are to one another spatially. That sort of spatial representation is a helpful model to use. And I think in the case of the children, it applies to them as well. The best thing that I can do for my children is to love their mother, my wife, and the same for my wife. So a good question, but one to one, one to which there is a clear biblical answer, Chris. Now, on those occasions where you had to rebuke your sons uh, for the uh, poor way they were speaking to your wife, their mother, how did they respond after they regained consciousness? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, sometimes in the Gerard house, we, uh, we, uh, we engage very passionately with one another. But uh, they got the message, Chris, thankfully. Uh, um, uh, did not require any loss of consciousness on their part, but uh, <laughs> it, did, it, uh, it did require some uh, some uh, interesting and creative uh, parenting on my part. That's what. <laughs> we have BB in Cumberland County, Pennsylvania, who wants to know: Should anyone ever discipline? And when I say discipline, I'm speaking of a verbal rebuke the children of other parents, children that may not even be in your own family, if they are in your presence and they are misbehaving, let's say they are speaking during a worship service or doing something else that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, yes, is the short answer, Chris. There are appropriate times for us to do that. That's part of my um, when I say that parenting is a team sport, when, my, when I'm at church with my children, I expect other godly parents will help me parent my children. That usually involves, I think, in the best sort of scenario, it would involve uh, another parent who saw one of my children acting inappropriately. They made an on-the-spot correction, and then they came to tell me, to explain it to me. I hear it from that other parent. And if uh, I think if you're you have the sorts of relationships at church that allow people that freedom to, to feel like that they, they have not just the freedom, but the responsibility to do that. Um, there are times when that can go poorly and it, it has to be some, some, some discussion about what's appropriate and inappropriate. But generally speaking, I look at the body of Christ as my co-parents they helped me in raising my children. That's happened many times as we were raising our children in the context of church. And I, I generally encourage those other parents, please, if you see my children acting inappropriately, uh, I need your help. And uh, please come tell me. Or if I'm not available, you can take care of it yourself. And that's really the way it's been handled. A parent would come to me in some cases and say, hey, this is happening. Allow me to take care of it. But 
when I'm unavailable or if the situation warrants, uh, I welcome that help from other Christian parents, Chris. Good question. Yeah, and it might even be more vividly obvious if the scenario were, for instance, a Christian who is either a store or shop owner or even an employee, and he sees one of the kids from church coming in there stuffing his pants or his jacket with items that he intends to steal. Obviously, a Christian is not to just sit idly by and remain silent and not say anything to the child. Right. Uh, we have we have not just the freedom. I think we do have a duty. We have to exercise that duty with great wisdom. And uh, but I, I think yes, that's part of what I mean when I say that parenting is a team sport. We need the body of Christ. I need my children to have many fathers and many mothers and many older sisters and older brothers. That's the the language that Paul uses when writing to Timothy about the relationships in the church. He uses familial language. And so I hope that my children would say they have many fathers and many mothers and many older siblings in the body of Christ. Well, uh, Brigadier General Kevin Gerard, it has been a pleasure, as I knew it would be. I look forward to your return to the program for more interviews. And once again, I congratulate you on your promotion from Colonel to Brigadier General and I will be praying for you that the Lord continues to use you mightily in not only your service in the United States Marine Corps, but in your family, in your congregation, and in your community. And I want to remind our listeners that if you want to find out more about Grace Community Church of Dawsonville, Georgia, where Brigadier General Kevin Gerard serves on the Elder Board, you can go to Grace Church. Dawsonville.org, GraceChurchDawsonville.org. And I also want to remind you about the book by uh, Ray's fellow, by uh, General Gerard's fellow elder and pastor, uh, Ray Rhodes, the book Susie, the Life and Legacy of Susanna Spurgeon, wife of Charles H. Spurgeon. Uh, You can get that from Moody Publishers, but I would actually prefer that you order it from our sponsors, cvbbs.com, Cumberland Valley Bible Book Service, cvbbs.com. Just tell them that you want to purchase the book, Susie, The Life and Legacy of Susanna Spurgeon by Ray Rhodes, published by Moody Publishers, and tell them that you heard about it from Chris Arnson on Iron Sharpens Iron Radio. And uh, also... uh, Keep an eye and ear open for Ray's uh, new biography uh, coming out sometime this year, God willing, on Charles Spurgeon himself. Last but not least, don't forget about the Faith and Medicine Conference being held at Grace Fellowship of South Forsyth, Georgia, which is actually in Cumming, Georgia. And that's being run by Dr. Rhett Bergeron, who was my guest recently. In fact, I urge everybody to go to the archive of ironshipandzironradio.com and type in the name Bergeron, B-E-R-G-E-R-O-N, or type in Rhett, R-H-E-T-T, and that interview link will come up. Uh, But if you want to attend this conference that uh, is held the 3rd and 4th of February, which is Friday and so this Friday and Saturday, 
and also the events where uh, Brigadier General Gerard will be speaking that's associated with these events, go to faithinmedicine.org, faithinmedicine.org. I want to thank you again, Brigadier General Gerard, for being a superb guest. I want to thank everybody who listened. I want you all to always remember for the rest of your lives that Jesus Christ is a far greater Savior than you are a sinner.